I'm Safia. I'm Jerry. Welcome to Three Experience Podcast. We would always use that word gallivant. I didn't raise no child to be gallivanting up and down the street. She might not have raised one, but she got one. Because, <laughs> you know, you be trying to move, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. No, if I was still wearing every wristband that I wore, that I got this weekend, mm-hmm. it would start off with um, an emergency room bracelet, the one they give you when you get checked into mm-hmm, an emergency mm-hmm. hospital, because I was there Friday night. The Atlanta Barbecue Festival. Yeah. Even though I didn't really have a wristband because I used my hospital wristband to kind of flash it to make it look like the wristband. Your hospital wristband was the cure-all for all of your entries into your um, into weekend? Into the barbecue festival? Yeah, Festivals. sure. That's how I got in. Like a kind of, And I was wearing a long sleeve, so it just... Yeah, and I was going through the back entrance anyway, so it looked like I was with the event. And they get paid like $15 an hour to have to look at people. They're not trying to do too much. This was actually a sheriff. The sheriffs? Yeah. Mm. And so, because then, you know, I'm dicey. I, I went in, and then I was like, oh, I got to go back to the crib. Mm-hmm. So I left, came back, and it was somebody new. And I was like, oh, damn. But I was like, you want me to bring you some chicken? She was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Right. And we was good. So I got back in. That's good. Yeah. And then oh. Igloo, the outdoor reggae festival. So those have been the three wristbands I was wearing. So, yeah, I guess I do be in these streets. Gallivanting. Gallivanting. And you would know because your name is Jerry Gallivant. There you go. So yeah. I'm Saf, by the way. Mm, and we've a, got the formidable She's a gallivanting Safia. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we got we, we we do also we actually we should be called the three gallivants. <laughs> because Kofi definitely be out on, on his globe action. Oh yeah, he really he be on that international gallivanting. Mm-hmm. You be gallivanting yeah. globally. Oh, he's starting to get uncomfortable now. We done, we're, 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 we've said too much. The gallivanting Because we've said international, they now know to be looking for a moving target. Like, we've said too much. We revealed too much. Mm, you don't know what his passport photo looks like. Just relax. International man of mystery. Not too much mystery because we just called him out, though. <laughs> so, less about mystery. Yeah, Um. so let's just get right into it. We have had... <laughs> the illest two years that I've seen on record and I may be more sensitive to it because I'm grown and I don't live in what's grown can you qualify that um paying bills okay so paying anybody, my bills paying other people's bills okay so anybody paying their bills and somebody else's bills is considered grown yeah 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 responsibly okay. whether you do it illegally or not um it's still responsibilities I don't know if that uh Specification was necessary because some people think that well I'm, <laughs> it doesn't count because I might sell drugs. No, it counts if you're taking care of people. It counts. It counts. Okay. Yeah, it counts. So, in my adulthood, um, I think this last couple of years have have been. I don't know if it's more trying. It's just been more frustrating, and it's been hella frustrating dealing with a lot of different things. So we have a new way of thinking that we had not been accustomed to. In, in its abundance now, right? Dealing with the uh, the ramifications of having Donald Trump um, as president and his administration supporting cast. Also, what's been happening is that the pushback from what he represents has also been a lot of stress attached to it. So the people who rail against 
everything that maybe the administration and people of that ilk are into have also become stressful even dealing with them. So, and I'll speak to you in, 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 in this regard, like, and let me preface this by saying this is no way me saying that I'm against one thing or the other. There are fine people on both sides. <laughs> so like, wow. we're dealing with, um, we, in, in an earlier episode, we had had a rather dedicated conversation about homogeny and homogeny of thought yeah um just you know uh, and to use a term that i i got from Kuf, you know dealing with what a monolith may be in terms of culture in terms of culture and we were speaking to it specifically about this particular thing we went dealing with amarosa and how people had a big problem with how Amorosa or Amorosa represented herself and what she stood for and how it was wrong for her to exist in the space that she existed in. I I specifically treated the situation as a tool because I thought it made sense for us to have diversity in thinking. And to know that there's a difference, it helps speak to your point. You know, you get to galvanize your situation if you're on the opposite side of it. So that type of individual came to light again in the form of Kanye West um, when he said some things that were a lot of a lot they were very provocative and people had a big ass issue about it um, and people want to make him persona non grata so there's this mom mentality of how wrong he is because we as a black people shouldn't be this that way you know because we've done whatever you know, all of the stories that you can have about what makes people of color excellent you know come into as an argument against who kanye is my challenge with the situation is that you know you take this mob mentality and you basically become way more conservative in your thinking because you want to you want to represent something a lot better right um, but you start doing shit that still makes you shaky. It makes you shaky when you start saying, well, the reason why he shouldn't do this is because of this. Well, you can't really say that he's, he shouldn't do what he sets out to do in terms of his thinking. You know, you cannot agree with it, but he still should be able to do what he wants to do with his style of thinking. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I muted Kanye. You muted Kanye. Mm-hmm. I didn't cancel him. Uh-huh. There's a difference. Um, but I am not making a moral equivalency here when I say this, but the same way that um, we have a mute R. Kelly, that is this problem feeling about Kanye. He's just muted right now. You sound muted when you're saying it, too. I barely heard what you said. Oh. As long as Koof heard it, then we good. Okay. <laughs> nah, um, here's the thing. I'm cool off Kanye, for real. Like, I, I, I am. And, and that's not to say that he didn't have a couple of gems that he tweeted. Um, he did. But I, I was coming from this perspective, because I think intent is really important, especially with somebody like Kanye. And... When I look at him and I'm like, so there's one of two things. He's either 
really out here trying to sell albums Mm -hmm. and is tapping into a super radioactive you know sensitively cultural topic right now and exploiting that to create a buzz to sell albums his line or whatever or and you know and is willing to say anything to tap into that or Mm -hmm. he genuinely believes this and i remember at, at at one point i was like man i don't know which is worse and then that's when kanye slapped me and said hold my drink bitch i'm both uh-huh. and that's when it was just like yeah i'm gonna chill out right now so i don't want to listen to any songs really the only way i even heard the bippity bop or the boobity bip whatever what is this the boobity bop bip and you uh-uh, i haven't heard it i'm I'm surprised you have, and the only like I, I saw it trending on Twitter because, of course, you know, I tell you, Black Twitter it really is a testament to our resilience as a people. Um, is it though? It is in the manner that we're able to literally take what should be devastating, like you know, which should really take us out and just immediately turn it into a joke. Like that is what Black, and I, when I say a testament, like it's just representative of that. Like mm-hmm. you give us the absolute worst of the worst and we're able to not only live with it but in but seemingly enjoy it make make light of it we do lemons to lemonade yeah very well yeah i think by design like unfortunately Mm. you know in any case hold on one second i said i wasn't gonna listen to the song he should have heard it on SNL. He said he watched it. With, I said I watched a, ma- a majority of SNL. Oh uh, no, you said you saw the whole thing. Not not. Oh man. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. Mute. Okay. Uh uh. We'll stop. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> I, I know, but I don't. Need, I cannot hear any more of this. Seriously, I cannot hear any more of this. That, That's the whole song. Yeah. Stop. Okay. I'm trying to stop. So listen, I didn't even know. First, that's really the whole song. I thought that was just the intro. So here's the thing. I saw that. I saw a boobity wop or a scoobity whip trending on Twitter and I was like, yeah, I'm cool off that. I'm not, I know that's Kanye. I'm not touching it. Right. But the, so the only reason I even heard it to like, know it was really real is when they played it during an SNL skit, um, during the Childish Gambino slash Donald Glover episode. And I thought you said that you had watched it. I um, watched a lot of the, the SNL. Yeah. When you, when you made the claim, it wasn't, you didn't quantify or qualify. You just yeah, said it I, as a I, state. I yeah. So that's this is just true. Okay, I I'll let him. I'll let the formidable Kufra give you that out. In any case, um, yeah. So like, yeah, I'm I'm cool on it. Like, I didn't even want to. I don't want to listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool. He halfway got me not even wanting to check for Tiana Taylor and Pusha T. Like, that's that's how that's where I'm at with it. Like, I don't even want to touch nobody in your circle right now. I, I'm I'm cool. And the reason I'm cool is, and is the reason why I'm able to say hey i'm not gonna miss no kanye tracks while he's doing whatever he's doing or i'm not um gonna miss the cosby show or anything like that is because i get it or i'm not gonna miss r kelly and the reason being is that and we kind of touched on this on one of our last episodes um about r kelly it's just like look it's 2018 
I get it, 20, 30 years ago, there wasn't that much black entertainment um, available to us. We, ju- we just... You keep saying that, but it was. No, it's I, always been a lot of black entertainment. We, as much as we, as much quality entertainment as we have today, yes, I just don't believe that. I can, you don't have to believe it, but it exists. Because now, but when you say because that, you didn't listen to it, doesn't mean it didn't exist. You're making me. I'm, you mean I'm like TVs, movies, like how many? That, I'm talking about everything. The full. I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about entertainment. Like tell yeah. me, there was this much good TV. Like we, you had Queen Sugar, Being Mary Jane, um, Blackish. We had all those shows on all at the same time. Yeah. When Sway? When? We did. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I mean, if I, you could I, do the timeline, just, you could you could figure that part out. I just out. feel a ways because you're attacking I'm kind not attacking of an underlying anything. assumption of the point I'm trying to make, you're and attacking I can't the go fact further. That you're attacking I can't the, go further. But you're attacking the fact that we didn't have something else besides what we had available to us. All I'm saying is we don't got to cape for these niggas anymore. We didn't ever have to cape for them. And I agree. I agree. Well, no. Some you people, don't agree because people, you're saying it that now people, we have to do it. Some people felt like we did. Some people felt like there were only a few and and we had to protect them at all costs. Some people, maybe you didn't feel that way and I'm not making a general statement that everyone felt that way, but some people did feel, some people still feel that way, which yeah. is why you got people out here caping for Fabulous, why you got people out here caping for Nas, like, you know, like. Yeah. I'm cool. Like, I won't miss it. We have enough. Like, but we I don't can... know that. We know about the fabulous thing. We've seen the fabulous thing. We don't see the Nas thing. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to jump out and just automatically be like, yeah, Nas is just straight beating Khalees' ass. I don't know. Because I don't even think she said he was just beating my ass. That's exactly what she said. She said he was beating my ass. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what she said. Oh, well, never mind that. Yeah. Um, and she she made a distinction and she said she did um, oftentimes defend herself and fight back, but she was always fighting back. She she was oh, never okay. she never initiated. Oh, so well, that's she, that's definitely not okay. Yeah. So it's it's just like and the thing is like I, I, like with and Ka- I did say I didn't hear her say it, so that's where I was. Okay. There. Yeah. Now I, that you're telling me that she said it, mm-hmm. it obviously is a different thing. Right. And like I'm and here's my thing like at the end of the day number 1 these people were never I feel like there was like a vacuum because we don't necessarily have the leadership that maybe we need to or maybe we look to the wrong places for leadership in, right and we put hope in people that weren't necessarily put with in front of us to to be leaders like our rappers were probably never supposed to be our leaders. Now, we now oftentimes, myself included, have said, well, because you have this platform, we are now thrust and you know, thrusting this responsibility onto you of leadership because you have the platform. And we kind of force them or we maybe put them on a pedestal, maybe in places that they shouldn't be. That's the cosign agency right there. And that's I'm, the agency is that what that is? Okay, that's exactly so I didn't know that. that. Okay, you ca- I heard you kept referring to the cosign agency, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. But that's see, we be thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's why yeah. we're doing this today. Yeah, cool. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm not okay. I'm not I'm not okay with that. 
Well, we don't have. That's the thing about we feel like we don't have a choice for these things. So the shit happens and motherfuckers do shaky shit. And it's not beyond them to do shaky shit. You know, these things exist in the same person. Yeah, they're human. They're human. Yeah. But we will sign up and put this shit on somebody who, in theory, should have never had that shit on them. Right. Never. We, we need to be looking at people like Bakari Sellers, you know. We don't need to be and, looking at other people. Well, in terms of, like, our leadership, you know, people that are genuinely, who, ha- who have the platform that they have specifically for the reason to advance, you know. But does that make them a leader, though? Because Bakari is a, what, he's a congressman now? What is Bakari? A states- he's a statesperson, right? I think so, yeah. So... His role is basically public servant, community organizer, mm-hmm. right? So he's he should be, or they should be, your voice. Whatever your collective voice is, should be filtered through them, not pushed by his agenda right. as a result of but in terms our of agenda. Who we should be holding to a standard, in terms of who we need to be keeping tabs on. Who we need to be, you know, following to make sure that they are representing our voice. Yeah. Those are the people that we need to be following. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to be on here. And I'm not saying that there isn't enough time to do both. But I'm saying we need to be clear about the reasons why we're doing it. Like, I shouldn't be on here following, you know, K. K Michelle. No, let me not put it. I mean, it could be anybody, but I shouldn't be on here following a rapper because you know I'm, I should just follow him because I, I'm interested in what his average day to day looks like it shouldn't be because I'm looking to him to be the leader for the knowledge for the you know, for the yeah. knowledge like that's you, you see what I'm saying and, it's, I do and see that's what you're not saying. to discredit by any means but they're entertainers that's, like that's their role that's their role and I think a lot of the issue is especially with this mob mentality is that you know you get into an army, you know, and and I think with Rihanna, it's like the Navy. With Beyonce, it's, it's the Beehive. With Taylor Swift, I forgot what they call her people. But White. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do this with Nah, because she, you know, the you know the alt-right was and white supremacists are into her. I won't do this that's with why I was. That's why I was I going with that. Me. But it's not, a, it's not a fake thing. It's a real thing. That's real right. news. But, but I think what happens is then you get into these you know, microcosms of these subsets of people, right? Yeah. And then it's like this blind loyalty and allegiance that kind of goes hand in hand with mob mentality. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start, things either go unchecked. And if and if they get to the point where they're going placated. past unchecked, now they're getting exactly played. We're getting to the point where now we're starting to make excuses for right. it. And I think that's how you end up with somebody like Trump in office is that mob mentality where it has to be, you know, where you, you can't even see the faults in the person that you're following. But or you're OK with it. You're okay with it, but you can they do literally something. make up faults about other people, like you know. So it's, it's that that's to me that's really scary, like really really scary to me. Yeah, I mean, and and it, and it extends to, you know, it's not just with people; it's with with um, issues as well. Like it's a lot of things that we're doing now where we're like, oh, we have to do this thing, and we're not really stepping back and really taking notice of what the issue actually may be. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
you know, somebody can get vilified for not going the way that the cosign agency wants them to go, you yeah. know, and they get vilified for that. It's fucked up and they're doing fucked up things. But like, yeah, we don't all have to agree about the situation. Like for instance, the purposes, Kanye could mess around and see the points that Donald Trump made or makes because he thinks these particular points benefit him, right? That could be the thing. It doesn't have to be our responsibility to snatch him back because our attitude about the situation is we need on, on the side that we are not on with him, right? We still need to, to push that agenda. That agenda still needs to be pushed. My issue with, with Kanye, and that, and let me not say this is not every, like some of the things that Kanye tweeted, and, and they were actual gems, and I think they got lost in the complete and utter uninformed B, other BS he was tweeting about. Like when he talks about love, like how the world needs more of it, like that really is the key. I 100% agree. Like I feel like when you have the type of violence that we have, like the type of, you know, how, how the hatred, the how the way the microaggressions, the way that it shows up in our policy and how it affects people, like all of that to me on a is- day to day. On a day, all that to me is just stems from pure absolute hatred. And I'm a firm believer in the only thing that can drive out hate is love. So like, I agree there's some things where I'm like, no, like, from a basic, you know, level of understanding, like, yeah, no, this makes 100% sense. But no, nah, man, the other stuff, mm-mm. Uh, it's, it's not about free thought when it's your opinion about something that isn't factual or is, like, so completely uninformed that it is a lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're speaking about something and the basis of your truth is based on something that isn't true, like, nah. Nah, no, no, no. And that's where my beef was with Kanye. It's just how uninformed it was. It was to the point where it just wasn't even factual. And I'm okay with him being uninformed. And that's my issue with it. It was like, all right, we now know that he is ass backwards about something, right? One, two, three, four, five things he's just ass backwards about. Cool. Now we know. It's out there. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to spend time move. on it. Right. We don't have to move with him trying yeah. to tell him, yeah. hey, <laughs> you know, the slavery was not necessarily a choice because it was slavery. In its definition, doesn't really give you a choice. Actually, there were the choices. Yeah, dying. Die, and they and they did. And, and those... Right, that's like picking which child you want me to shoot. Exactly. So that's that's not really... Because the, 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 the context that he put it in was like, you know, well, I mean, you could have done something different. Yeah, you could, and people did. Look, Kanye didn't even know Trump did a travel ban. So let's, he, he just found that out. I think it was John Legend that told, or T.I. that told him about the travel It was T.I. that told him about the travel ban. Because so, Kanye didn't have to worry about a travel ban yeah. because he's Kanye. Right. I'm, I'm from the mindset at this point where you have, I, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not even checking for T.I. to tell him to push your T album no more. Because I'm just, I, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to talk about Kanye. I don't. Mm -hmm. I really, really don't. I think, like you said, like he is more, he is fully entitled to go in whatever path that he wants to go. But we have to get out of this mob mentality where we're, we're just caping for him and we're just riding for him because we feel like, we feel like we have to have loyalty to our artists. And I, we don't. 
And even a, and then, uh, yeah. another issue that attaches itself to that is we don't have to be so bored into the fact that we're going to go against him or them because they don't agree with our values. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my attitude about that also speaks to the fact that we spend a lot of time becoming the anti to these things that we still don't get to focus on what we should be focusing on. Right. We spent all of this time looking for the bad guys, you know, and sometimes bad guys need to be found because they'd be hella aggressive. <laughs> but, you know, I don't have a problem with letting the bad guys show themselves up. That way I know that you're a bad guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No like, entrapment. You just... There's no entrapment. <laughs> right. There's no, there's, <clears throat> there's no oppression in trying to make right, right. Because you can be oppressive trying to make, trying to make a situation right. Well, he says some fucked up shit, so he gotta be just like Trump. You don't have to be, and we don't have to all be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? That's my, that was my issue about the cosign agency. Like we got so, and you know, actually, now I'm thinking about it. This is, and we always have conversations with with Kofi off, uh, you know, off mic. But when speaking to how people of color are, and I think this might really pertain to immigrants in general, you know, because really a lot of things that African-Americans attach themselves to is kind of immigrant status. No matter how much we've assimilated in the last 400 years that we've been here on some level, we're still attaching ourselves to some immigrant status because we've never actually been integrated into the society in a real way. But, you know, we take this real conservative approach about how we deliver ourselves to the country you know, and, and it's monolithic a lot of times. But the reality of the situation is that we have wildly diverse manners of thinking in our community. And this can be relegated to the African-American community. This could be expanded to the African diaspora. You know what I mean? It could be the West Indian blacks that we have. We could be the actual Africans that come into America. We all have that. It could be the Chinese and the the Koreans who come, like everybody has this attitude that when we deliver ourselves, we have to deliver ourselves as one thing. And when we don't do it, the agency and the mom mentality gets in, hey, you got to toe the line properly or else somebody else is going to think that's all we are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at this point, they know it's the they I'm speaking into is the masses they know that it's not a one thing. They know. They're just using it as a reason to do whatever they're doing. They know there's a diversity. So you don't have to hide behind the monolith anymore. You know, it doesn't make the co-signing necessary. You know, you can do what you want to do and be as anti or as for as you want as an individual. And you shouldn't have to worry about the fact that you have to represent for like black people. Because motherfuckers know that that's just what a nigga does. No, nah, you know that's not what's just what a nigga does. That that's what Jack did. Jack did that. You know what I'm saying? And I think we just we still haven't evolved into a space where you know collectively that we no longer have to worry about being the monolith. We should just be who we are. And I think one of the refreshing things about dealing with Kanye this go round is just seeing that play out in that way. Yeah, you said some stupid shit, son. You. Just you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is not what 
black people do it, you know, some understanding that Trump ran back to wherever the fuck he runs back to. Yeah. And was like, was oh, Kanye is mm-hmm. very um, um, influential because the African-American, you know, look, Kanye got my African-American numbers up. Yeah, he said he doubled. To he, what? He, Two? He, so now it's Amarosa and Kanye? And Amarosa, she not having it because she was tweeting some microaggressive stuff too. Some but you know, but like, nigga, all right, cool. So you can have Kanye. You want him? Have him. You we know, good. You know who we can take? Michelle Wolf. But we already have Michelle Wolf. We don't. We already had her. She's white. Doesn't matter. 100%. Doesn't matter. She's part of the thinking. <laughs> the diversity in thinking. You know what? You're right. You're right. Because you know at this point, it really isn't even about a race thing. At this point, it's just about good against plain old evil. Like, that's kind of... And I think they're showing themselves. And I don't think Kanye's important enough to even have a conversation about it. So point. he can have those numbers if he wants. Yeah, I'm Here, not... Here, take those numbers. Do good. Thing, do your do thing, your thing. You'll be done in a little while. And yeah. your people just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. So that's and that's that's part of what that is for me. Like we get so wrapped up into, I guess that's a, is that a form of identity politics at that point? Yeah. Yeah. But you that know, it's also the bigger issue. You know, it's also mind-boggling. Just like I seen two people play two. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a woman, but I saw two people play the race card this week, and now's a hell of a time to be playing a race card when. They're here. They're just, you know, like things are happening. Like you don't got to play the card. You know what I'm saying? Like real things are happening that are right. disturbing. You know, niggas is getting kicked out of Starbucks. You know, um, the two, there was somebody, uh, two Native Americans were on a college tour. The police were called. This was just last week. Um, apparently a white woman said she felt uncomfortable. The police were called and they were removed from the college tour. Like they were just on the tour. Like that's it. Just. The that, fact that somebody white could just make the call and it not be an issue is bananas to me still. Yeah, I mean, but, the same, you know, thing it is at, it is. same thing as Starbucks, you know, with the two guys. Like, so I say, um, it, my bad, it's gone at this you gotta point. You got to stop that. <laughs> you got to stop that. I know. It happened to Bill Maher, though, so it just makes me feel like, honestly, when you, you I got sidetracked when you started speaking. Oh, it's my fault. I did not say Got that. You. I did not say that. I did not appropriate any kind of blame. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's just what it is. Like we, we you, when you're dealing with the situation, with the uh, with the monolithic attitudes, you have to put yourself in a position to be like, I right, well, am I angry at the the situation, or am I angry because of the person speaking to the situation? Because I think a lot of times, this past week, we watched Kanye make people angry at Kanye. And not necessarily, you know, worried about what he was saying, speaking to the situations in his conversation. Right. And so I still like to say, like, so the race car, right? There's no need to play it now, like at all. So two women, two people that played it. One, um, Bill Cosby's wife. Camille? Yeah. Did you read her statement? About what? About um, this was after Cosby was found guilty. What was she saying? Out here caping for this nigga? She should. She what? should cape. It's, 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 it's her husband. For how many years? 40, 40 years? It's been a long time. And there's been... Like, you don't just turn your back on... And there's been more than one accuser for every year they've been married. That's fine, but... 57. That's fine. I get that part, but she's also married to him. So you expect her. Because you got to think about this in this regard. 
I've been married to this motherfucker for this long. Is there what a- does that say about me if this whole thing has been happening and I have always known and had an issue and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's not an issue. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to just up and leave. But she, but that don't mean you played a race card. She said that they were trying to take him down. They made it impossible for a fair trial. They may uh, have made it impossible uh, for a fair trial. And he's completely Much like innocent. This drug. is part of a massive is, conspiracy. Yeah, it might be. And then R. Kelly also turned, played the race card about, and actually said about it was a modern, he actually used the word lynching, I believe, mm-hmm. in the statement. And it was like, no, nah, people are actually getting lynched right now. Yeah. Like, I told you about two black guys yeah. actually got abducted and were lynched just two weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, like, no, nah, no. Nah. And people are still caping for them, you know, watching, and especially in light of everything that's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, we don't have to do this. Like, it's okay. Like, when did we get to the point where our just support of some of of a of a musician, entertainer, actor, whatever support just became completely blind legion. That's the American way currently. I just wouldn't. We're watching that happen now. That's not anything different than what's going on with our current administration. That's not anything different. And if you're seeing it work for this administration, why wouldn't you take the shot if you're the bad guy? Now you 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 got a damn good point there. Real talk, because if you're sitting back. Watching Trump deny, 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 deny. On Monday, said the exact shit. And on Tuesday, say, nah, I didn't say it. And on Wednesday, everything is status quo. Yeah. Or par for the course. Yeah, if I'm R. Kelly or Bill Cosby, I'm like, yeah, nah, fuck that. Nah, I'm not. Nope. I know you saw me. There's a difference between deny and lie. I know I was on Larry King talking about I give women quaaludes. I know. I have the recording too. (laughs) But I didn't do anything wrong. Why wouldn't you try to take that shot? Yeah. You know? That shot got missed, though. You know why? Because he got, he got swept up in Me Too. And even though Me Too was still, before it was thrusted, thrusted into the national spot, like they were kind of doing work kind of beforehand. But for the most part, uh, Cosby's trials predates Me Too's national presence. Well, you know, rape predates all of it. So, <laughs> no, you know, I, I mean, that to say- women have been beefing about being raped for probably a millennia yeah you know since the beginning of time since the beginning of time yeah that's not a new and they've crime. been saying the shit they've been women have been like yo that motherfucker really just played and, me out and people have uh, been not believing look if you relax and it's not much rape is it if you it'll be fine don't worry well, about it you know why and I, I had to realize this with myself even with r kelly because it's only up until a year ago that I personally canceled R. Kelly. But it really had to do with me coming to terms with the fact that when I was, you know, 14, 15, and 16, I was dating people that were 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. And, I, and so that behavior was already normalized to me. So me calling out R. Kelly in any formidable way like any tangible way would mean that I have to come terms with the fact that, hey, not only is that act wrong, but that act happened to you on multiple occasions. So wait a minute, that means that you were a victim. You know, people took advantage. Does that mean that you were a victim? Or Or that you were complicit? Well, here's the thing. 
if we're talking complicit, we're talking about if, consent, right? Right. And if I'm not even old enough to be able to legally give you consent, then is it really complicit? Does you know, is the act any less legal? It doesn't make it yeah, less, less illegal. Legal. Excuse me. Is it any less illegal? It doesn't make it any less illegal. But if you are complicit, then it becomes a different question. Because here's the thing. There are times when motherfuckers still going to jail, you know, when the girlfriend has said, nah, that's my, that he is my boyfriend. We are whatever and vice versa. Because in terms of the law, she's too young to make her own decisions. Right. You 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 have said that men always know. Oh yeah. But we're not talking about him right now. We're talking about you. Right. I know for a fact that if I see a fourteen year older or somebody who looks like she might be too young for me, when I find out that she might be too young for me, it's a wrap. So I always know. Either I'm going to say nah or I'm going to push forward because she is also like, yeah, that doesn't make it okay, but it does make it different. Okay. No, definitely. Like in, you know, in many occasions I lied about my age. Right. Yeah. No, no, definitely. Like, so now. But why do you think you lied about your age at that point? Do you feel like there's a victimization attached to your lies because you thought that you had because i feel like that part that was part of the conversation yeah no because it's all cyclical because like black women i believe are legitimately hypersexualized no not even that like <laughs> we're low-key be like this is like a great experiment going on in black women right now like seriously and i'll tell you why it's like on one end we are fed you know these lies of, you know, oh, they say girls mature faster than boys, right? We're always told that. And That's it's, not hypersexual? It's, it's been blurred to the point where we don't even know anymore if that originated from a, from a physical standpoint, from emotional, maturity-wise. We don't, we don't know if it's a combination. We, you know, like, I can't point to that. We just know that it... So what that means is that we're looking at it at face value. Altogether, girls just mature faster. So what that tells me is I can't date anybody that's my age, you know? You know, but you're taught not to. Right. It's that's what I'm saying. Like Early. we're being fed that right on one end. Right. And this is why the R. Kelly thing and why it took me so long to come to terms with it, because there's a lot of unpacking that I had to do from just a personal standpoint, because then you look at it um, on the other end and. You're looking at it from the other end and what? I don't know. It's just. And when you say the other end, are you saying you're looking at it as a grown woman now? Where before you were looking at it as a teenager, not knowing any better? Or thinking you knew better and not knowing any better? It's like, well, we're fed. Okay, so we're fed on one end that we are mature enough, right? But then at the same time, so and like we're not given the privilege of innocence. That's, that's stripped away from us. Right. But then we're also fed this superwoman complex mm -hmm. of just for black women's strength. I have to raise a strong black woman. Like we're fed that. And not only are we fed it to believe it, but we're fed it to also then wear it as a badge of pride. Right. Which then, you know, I swear the last couple of weeks, I cannot tell you how many black women I've spoken to and 
we're all dealing with like real life anxiety that's affecting our bodies, like physical anxiety. Like right. having, you know, and it's like, cause we're trying to keep up with this ideology. With the black girl magic. Right. Yeah. That, that wasn't even necessarily, and really when, when, I, when I hear black girl magic, it's just like, in spite of all of this, we still shine and it's like. But that's part of that equation. Because you keep saying, you know, in spite of this, I still rise basically. But I'm saying, why the f we got to have the in spite of this? And that's and, what and, I'm and, saying, right? And so when I look at a situation like Arkel, R. Kelly, and I look at you know my own person, I'm just like, so not only are we, you know, we're fed it on one end, like I said, with us, our maturity, and then you know, with this strength, also, and then we're also fed in a way to protect our black men. So now, if I somehow speak up. And actually, we're, 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 we're expected to protect black men. We're taught to protect black men at the expense of ourselves, of our own sanity and peace. So if I speak up, not only am I going to be vilified for coming out against, you know, this black man that, you know, the black man that's already under so much pressure from society, but now I'm also admitting that I couldn't take it. You know, like... I could, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm somehow failing the complex that you niggas fed me that you said I had to do. When you say you niggas, who are you? Not you to? niggas, not not you as in black men. The masses, Just the, the, the society, right? You know, you know, racism, sexism, all the good stuff. You know, all the inquiry, all that, all the, all the isms that they fed us. Yeah. And 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 that's what. And we. Because real ourselves. talk, the reason why Cosby's getting jail time. Um, and I, I do well, believe because he raped somebody. Well, I, well, not everybody that rapes somebody get jail time. That doesn't mean that he shouldn't, though. Right, but I, the reason why I actually do think not only obviously he already got the guilty verdict, but I also think he will serve jail time, like in a real way, is because one, even though he got swept up in the national Me Too movement, even though his trial predated that. I think he's the great sacrifice for me too. Like he's got to take that fall so the Harvey Weinsteins of the world don't have to. Because the prop where Cosby had it effed up is, had he, like R. Kelly, stuck to just black women, it probably wouldn't, it would have gone unnoticed. But the fact is the majority of the 57 women that Bill Cosby, you know, sexually assaulted, the majority of them were white. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, all his victims, women of color, you know, whether that be Hispanic, black, whatever. But, you know, the forgotten ones, the one without the voice, the ones that can't speak up. Or nobody hears when they're yelling. Or nobody hears when they're yelling. Because and, that's really what and that real is. Talk, that's and not... that's what I appreciate about the nuance of the Mute R. Kelly movement. They're not saying, hey, take everything from them. No one's saying that. They're saying, hey. There's been 20 years, like two decades of allegations, and with the exception of one, all of them have gone unchecked. Can you just investigate them? Can you just do that? Can you just see? It's, it's, and it's, we're not talking about past crimes. We're talking about stuff. There are, are real life stories you know that happened happening in the fall today like on wednesday yeah they're saying like he's still got women right now in in that are being held captive mm -hmm. like can you just look into it and that's what i appreciate about the nuance of the mute r kelly movement because people do deserve due process i 100 percent believe that like we have to kind of start steering away from like this court of public opinion right 
But when we continue to hear story after story after story. I mean, it's worth investigating. It's worth investing. Can, can you at least do that? And, yeah. and that's why I appreciate the nuance of the Mute R. Kelly movement. It's not saying shut everything down. It is saying in the interim, while they are looking at these very tr- investigative Go on troubling, administrative leave R. Kelly. Yeah, these very troubling investigations, his music shouldn't be playing. Like So they're looking at RCA. They're looking at Spotify. They're looking at um, iTunes, you know, Apple Music, whatever. Like, no. And, and I... That I can get behind. I really can. I don't know that um that I can get behind the taking everything off part. I do definitely get behind not giving him any shows. Like, look, just everybody should. Because the other shit is out already. Because have you ever seen any of the shows? Like, have you seen clips from his recent shows? I don't. But you know, but you if you're talking to me, then you know no, I haven't then you seen haven't. him in years. I've only seen clips of it, and they are raunchy. Like, but he's always like, been that freak, guy. Yeah, and it's but it's bananas that it's just like, man, in spite of everything, you're still doing this. Because he's going to be him. Like we were talking about with Kanye. Kanye was going to be Kanye. Bill was going to it's be the Bill. Pri- it's the privilege. It's the privilege of the money. And they think that No, that's it's somehow- the privilege of the human being. The, the dude is going to... A dude or a guy or, or you know, and a woman, whoever. You're going to be you no matter where you are. Especially if you have the ability to be you no matter where you are. You know what I'm saying? It's not because he's just some dude... The entity is who they are. This is kind of like when we were talking about with cheetahs in, the, in one of the other episodes. It doesn't stop. Yo, it just, you I are who you are. I was just about to tell you that, but I was thinking about that when we were talking about Kanye, that very same train of thought. Like, don't look no further. Like, don't put more thought into why Kanye did it right. than Kanye put into actually doing it. Right. Like, thinking about doing it. Exactly. Like, don't. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I 100% agree. So, I don't that, I don't place a whole lot of importance on, on that side when dealing with motherfuckers like R. Kelly and, and Bill Cosby and whoever. Just whoever. My attitude about the situation in terms of them is, you know, them having the support that they have and also the support that's against him has to be built on an issue more than it has to be built on people just saying it. So yeah, when you talk about the situation, we've seen way too many things happen with R. Kelly that shouldn't not warrant an investigation. investigation. Yeah, yeah. Not just because so-and-so decided, hey, I didn't like what he said, so I don't like R. Kelly either. More than that, women have come up missing. Essentially. So where are they? Right. Where are the girls? Right. Right. So bring find, back our girls. Bring, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? These kinds of things. So a lot of women woke up sticky and don't remember going to sleep with Bill Cosby. Let's find out why. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the Those thing. Those sound like crimes. Not, sound, di- not difference of opinions. Not difference of opinion. But crimes. The actual issue <laughs> should be concerning. Right. Not the fact that the Bayhive said, we're no longer listening to so-and-so. Right. You know what I mean? Like that... This, there, there are things that are happening on, in terms of the issues that should be investigated more than because people are just saying it. Now, if a lot of people are saying it in regards to the issues, then yeah, you're overlooking it. You need to be addressing the situation. But I get think a lot of times people jump on the bandwagon. Oh, I saw so-and-so said it. I like that. And then I'm moving with that. And you might not be supported by any facts. And real to all, speaking of facts and truth, 
and not nah, and, and this this is where I'm at with it because I thought um, you know that new Fahrenheit 911 movie four five one four five it's one my bad Lord my Jesus <laughs> Fahrenheit nine one one look and and you know what the irony of my point it's just pure gold okay I'm ready the import, yeah, the exactly. importance of reading books right <laughs> or getting the facts getting the facts right. both it's it's a two for it's a two, two for no, seriously, I, I I was thinking about the concept and I was like, oh, you know, that seems so extreme. Like, oh, you know, burning books. Like, and then I thought. How is it extreme? It just seemed in my mind like. We literally used to burn books. Like in this country, we were literally burning books. But I feel like there's. We ran over CDs with steamrollers yeah, not 20 that. something years ago. I do remember that. But my point where I was going is like this whole assault on like education. Mm-hmm. And, and knowledge. And knowledge, right? And I saw, you know, you know, Pete Trump thinks that he boasts that he doesn't read books. And but he sold he, you one. Huh? But he sold you one. Yeah, that too. Um, but also Kanye, um, he tweeted, you know, Trump tweeted to Kanye, like basically saying like, yeah, when he was at the rally, he talked about how, yeah, Kanye doesn't read books either. Like, and it's just like, wow, like this is it. This is the burning right of the books right here. Right yeah, here in front of our face. You don't need to know anything because I can tell you all you need to know. And so my point is, we just have to read and evaluate everything on our own. Like um, somebody mentioned doing Rotten Tomatoes for for news sites, and I was just like, wow, that's ac-. Michael Hayden did, um, former some some to the CIA director to CIA and uh, NSA, I think. And I'm like, that's a great idea. So you know, and basically, so yeah, I can go see a bad movie, but I know what I'm getting myself into. And that we need to know that for our news. Like we need to be able to read and evaluate everything for the facts and form our own opinions. Because sometimes I find myself, I'll go to Twitter like, oh, what did so-and-so say about it? And it's just like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You need to, if you are going to, you need to evaluate enough, read enough of it to make your own opinion or else you don't get to have an opinion on it. Right. Because if you co-sign it, then it's probably sketchy to begin with. Right. You need to be forming. Now, it's one thing if you have, you formulate your own opinion and you agree Mm -hmm. with someone, cool beans, but we shouldn't be looking to. And that's kind of where I'm at with like just evaluating it on your own or else you don't have the right to have an opinion on it. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in closing, that's where we are. <laughs> you know, that's the whole challenge and the, the, the pitfalls of being part of the cosign agency, being part of the, the mob mentality and the monolith is your inability to think for yourself and to process the information productively. So we challenge everybody listening to go out there, read more books, listen to multiple news sites, form your own opinion based off of the information that you have available and then check like (laughs) (laughs) for the three spoons podcast i'm jerry i'm sav we out we out